Welcome, guys. I'm so glad to have you guys. Um, this will be a live recording of What Is There to Even Talk About, formerly known as IJWTFK. I just want to fucking know. I am your host. This is your first time for a lot of you guys seeing me. I'm your host, Nature Valley, and I have a very special guest here with me today. Um, very briefly, uh, she's one of my favorite people to converse with. She's one of my favorite people in general because she's just so freaking smart. Um, but I'll give her the floor to give. I'm so serious, not even kidding. Like you are just. But I'll give her the floor to give you know herself a brief introduction. But before I do that, I just wanted to give you guys um, a brief rundown of what this will be. So this will be the very first episode of the new series. Um, Black artists. I haven't thought of a better title for it yet, but I will think of one soon. Um, but yeah, in this podcast series, I'll be talking, I'll be bringing on a few different artists that I know that are Black, obviously, um, and just talking about their experiences as artists, um, talking about, you know, like just a mirage of different things. Um, so yeah, without further ado, my special guest, you can introduce yourself, girl. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Like, I was, I promise you, I was just like, you know what? Like, this is really starting to piss me mm-hmm. off. Like, what the hell is going on? Like, it was just, it was just too much. But thank you for inviting me to be a part of your podcast. And thank you for this amazing opportunity. Thank you for this conversation because that's definitely something that I don't feel like um, receives a lot of recognition and um, acknowledging the struggles that black artists experience and go through in being black artists. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah, 
So what would you say? The, okay. I'm sorry. Okay. The conversation is about art, you know, because mm-hmm. I got a little wine, so just seems okay. like, you know what I'm saying, art and wine goes well together, so y'all don't be taking a few sips, just so y'all know, or a few gulps, but don't judge me. What would you say? Okay, so your the name of your podcast is very interesting. Also, I want to give a shout out to your podcast Instagram so that you guys can keep up with the updates and things like that. So I believe it's just the same name, right? It's just Menengi Twa? Yes, ma'am. Spelled the same way, guys, but in case you guys don't know, it's M-E-N-I-N-G-E-S-T-R-O-I-S. Um, so yeah, I think she has an Instagram. I mean, of course she has an Instagram, but she also has a Twitter, so you guys should definitely follow her on there as well. Um, but the title of your podcast was always interesting, and I don't know why I've never asked before, but what inspired that podcast name? Honestly, it just came to me, and I know, like, I like being able to play around with words and kind of, like, just take something that has one kind of meaning and flip it and have people look into it, look at it in a different light, have a different perspective, and dive deeper into it, so I know... Right. And a lot of people honestly thought that, like, was this like a sex podcast? No. Menage a trois, menage a trois. They're not even spelled the same. What are you saying? Um, it really just, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> but, um, sorry. Um, but just really challenging people to think about, okay, it's not menage a trois, menage a trois. What are menage? Because mm-hmm. people don't really think about, okay, well, what are meninges? Like, what, you know? And I'm like, okay, that's why I get to go ahead and explain to people. Meninges are a part of your brain. I like to, my podcast, my podcast focuses on getting people to get in tune with their trinity, you know, your mind, body, mm-hmm. and spirit. So trying to, like, incorporate that into the name so people really know and get a feel for, okay, what is this podcast about? So when you do listen to it, you can kind of look at the name and be like, Yeah, like I knew, well, I didn't know. Your podcast actually um, inspired me, I guess, or just kind of triggered the um, action for me to look up what Meninja was because I was like, okay, like I, I'm pretty sure she didn't just misspell <laughs> Menage a Trois. Like I know that she's intentional with what she's doing. So like I was like Googling, I'm like, what is Menage Trois? So yeah, I think that's a good idea because I think as an artist in general, like one of our – I don't like to say job or duty, but one of the things that artists do is, like, provoke, um, whether it be emotion or, like you said, provoke, um, like, an intellectual chain type of thing. Uh, So, yeah, I think that's really interesting. Um, So, as far as, like, your um, writing and things go or, like, your artist name, what would you say is your artist name? My artist? 
artist name, and I'm happy that you asked this, because I literally was just, I just discovered my artist name probably like a couple of weeks ago, or maybe like a month ago. Um, the artist name I go by is Lord Have Mercy. And that's actually, I got that name from, uh, well, you know, if people follow me on my personal Instagram account, you will see that that's my name on Instagram. Um, And it's interesting because it's like, at my job, some people will refer to me, well, only one person, I think, but even then, like, a couple of other people refer to me as, Lord have mercy. And it was just like, Lord have, just the way that people will say it, so I'm like, like that's not even like my name like, I have a name guys okay um but I just kind of chose that as my stage I mean as my artist name because that's my stage name that I go by when I um share my poetry okay and, and so, it's spelled lord with the e okay that's what I was just about to get into so like what inspired that name um so one of my favorite poets is Audrey Lord. she's just a phenomenal person um, and she was a phenomenal human being and being an activist and being an advocate for women um, and speaking out against oppression and regarding to racism and regarding to um, and regarding to racism and regarding to sexism and regarding to homophobia and things like that. So really just being so unapologetic and being an activist and using her art to challenge systems that some people were afraid to speak upon and um, using her art as a way to express some of the things that she was experiencing Mm -hmm. and just admiring her again as a human being she was just a phenomenal person Um, and then Lord because I okay so her last name is Lord Um, and then people say Lord have mercy you know when people say it it has different meanings behind it you know you could say if someone's just doing the most, Lord have mercy. <laughs> if someone is getting on your nerves, Lord have mercy. You know, it's like there's different ways you can say it. So, again, that's me, like, playing on words and kind of, like, giving it a different meaning. Um, and then, again, because it because that phrase within itself has so many different connotations to it, it has so many different tones to it, I feel like that speaks to who I am as a person. Mm-hmm. It speaks to my personality. So, you know, I've had... There's been moments where, like, guys will look at me and they'll be like, Lord have mercy, you know? Um, or it'll be moments where it's like, I feel like my name kind of speaks to my art. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's a reaction piece as well. Um, but yeah, again, just playing on words and then being inspired by Audrey Lord and trying to give it a new meaning. Okay, that's pretty cool. Um, I had a question. What was I saying? Um, so with, so not a, really a question, more of a comment, I would say, like, I think it's interesting that, um, the phrase Lord have mercy is a very black phrase. And I don't know if that was intentional, but I think that also highlights like, kind of like, um, I don't even know how to put it. I think it kind of just highlights like as an artist, especially as a black artist, it's not inevitable, but it's like pieces of us as an artist, pieces of you will always seep into your art. So for example, you're a painter. Um, so I know that, um, my mom used to know the founder of the DuSable Museum. Um, and so she was a painter and all this stuff. 
And I had never seen her, but my mom would say all the time that her paintings would look like her in some ways. And so I feel like even if it's unintentionally, even if it's not visual art, or even if it's like not, um, yeah, I guess visual art or like anything like that, pieces of ourselves will always seep into um, our art, even if it's not intentionally. So that's what I, I just wanted to comment on that because that was super interesting. And I don't know if that was intentional. That definitely never crossed my mind. Like, I don't know, I guess because I don't, I mean, I pay attention to what people say, but like, I don't feel like I'm really in an environment, at least right now, I'm not in an environment where I'm surrounded by a lot of non-black people. Mm-hmm. Or if I am, I'm not around them for a long period of time. I, I'm not really talking to them as much. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't, you don't usually hear non-black people say, Lord have mercy. So that is interesting because I definitely, I never thought of that. <laughs> so I like that you said that because that definitely adds, gives me more perspective and something else um, to look at. So thank you. So I definitely, I never thought of that. Mm. I never thought of that. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so um, I know that you were saying that um, you write poetry and you're, get, you're just getting into short stories and so what would you say, if there is, like, just one topic, or what would you say are some of the topics that you cover in your work? Um, in my writing, definitely, um, coping with being, coping with traumatic experiences, mm-hmm. um, whether that's abuse, uh, physical abuse, sexual abuse, you say that um because you also you are you're also a visual artist so would you say that um you dedicate say for instance your mind to a certain type of writing versus your body to a certain type of mind uh writing or would you say that you incorporate all of that in all of your art um i would say that i 
would definitely say that it depends on what I'm writing about. Like, I know there's been moments where it's like, okay, let's say if I'm writing about a romantic relationship and, um, let's say it's the sexual, it's something sexual going on in a romantic relationship. So trying to speak from my body's perspective, but then also trying to speak from an emotional perspective. In that case, I'll use both. Um, or if I'm talking about sexual abuse, in that case, I will also use both. Um, if I'm speaking about, let's say if I'm writing about um, self-destruction, in that case, I would just speak from a mental perspective, just speak from what my thoughts are and what my mind is is just going through at that time. So it definitely, it depends on what it is that I'm, um, that I'm writing about. Okay. So, like, would you say that you use poetry more often when describing, say, physical experiences? Or, like, would you use short stories when describing, like, body experience? Or, I said that, uh, mind experiences? Or would you use them all kind of interchangeably? Like, whichever form of writing just comes to you most naturally at the time? So I'm just like being nosy now, but like, have you written any short stories or are you working on any currently? Struggle ways and things that she can't 
Hopefully you get to uh, send those to my email. I'm sorry. I got oil in my eyes, so, like, they're watering. So I was, like, playing in my hair and then put it in my eyes. It was a bad move. But, um, but yeah, I hope you get to share that with me someday. Or, like, even, like, publish them so the whole world can see them because that sounds really cool. Thank you. You're welcome, girl. But I just want to let you know that you have inspired me to write short stories. Really? Yes. That was a really good segue to like one of the questions that I had. So you mentioned um, when writing, you kind of get um, not stuck around, damn it. My words are not here today. But basically, you kind of get um, in this mood where you feel like the words that you say can't properly convey like what you're feeling or what scene you're trying to create. So 
I guess I would say, why do you think that is? Like, where do you think that stems from? And then, yeah, I'll just ask that first. Sidebar because I just I don't want this to turn into a fest of us just like you inspire me but like seriously like you guys just listen to her podcast guys it's just it's really great but I was like I started my podcast about a year ago but I fell out of the loop because I was just super discouraged but when I started listening to your podcast and I started like and when you gave me the opportunity to even speak on your podcast I was just like damn like first of all this is a lot more accessible than I thought it would be. Second of all, like having the this space to even just have conversations like this, it was just really, it just really inspired me to kind of just get back in the groove again. So I was super inconsistent, but I was like, damn, like Keek is doing it. Like, and she's being consistent with it. And she's coming up with all these topics. Like I need to get on my grind, you know, like I need to buckle down and like really commit to it because it was just, yeah, it was just really inspiring. That's so true. Mm. Mm. A word. 
But one of my other questions that I had was like, just building on that point. So when I was in, when we were in school or whatever, there was this like forum. Um, it was like one of the first forums I went to because I'm super antisocial. I'm trying to get out of that. But like, there was this lady, she was Hispanic American. So she spoke Spanish and she spoke English. And I don't remember her name. She was an author and she was writing about basically memoirs and stuff about her past and childhood and things like that. In her little presentation of her book, she talked about how like there are some words in Spanish that would provoke feeling that words that she has in English don't provoke. And so I built up the confidence to shimmy my booty on down to ask her the question. And I was just like, what, like, as a bilingual speaker, like, you have two languages, your mind is expanded in different ways. Like, do you feel like you can portray your feelings more accurately than someone who may speak, like, only one language? And she missed my complete point, like, completely, but other people in the crowd heard and, like, came up to me afterwards and talked to me about it. And, like, I remember one of my professors came up to me and she was just like, well, maybe you should read more um, and maybe that'll help you expand your vocabulary or whatever. Because I was explaining, like, as a writer, especially as a young writer, like, I get frustrated, like you were saying, with kind of, like, accurately telling the story that I want to tell because I don't have, I mean, you said I have an expansive vocabulary, but I can always, like, have more words to describe it or, like, Sometimes just being black and having had like half of our history erased, I mean, it's I'm half American, of course, but I'm black, you know, like I have African roots, so I don't have that native language. And so I feel like there are feelings that I can't properly depict. And so when she said that to me, it was like kind of just like, first of all, bitch, get out of my face because I didn't really ask for your commentary. But I see where like her... Also, she's, she's white, but I see where her mind was going. Like, I feel like she felt like having one language may suffice or, you know, like, I don't know. I don't know what she thought, but that kind of just triggered that thought for me. Like, do you feel like even if you had the most expansive English vocabulary as a black writer, do you feel like all of the emotions that you feel could be accurately depicted with English as your language? It's just like in sharing poetry, you know, going to the open mics and people that have a piece that's so beautiful, so dope to you, you share it to people and it can go over some people's heads. And it's like, even if you try to use the most simple times mm-hmm. to illustrate, it can still go over some people's heads. And I know one of the things that I like about um, the open mics is that, you know, the metaphors can be used in like and the wordplay is so dope, but I can be honest with you, like, any multiple stuff can go over my head, and it's like, you can always tell who says it and who doesn't, like, mm-hmm. you can be like, just go crazy, like, oh, snap, oh, snap, mm-hmm. where did that, you know, so it's like, usually when moments like that happen, it's like, okay, maybe I'm going to take this and try, let me try this again, and it's moments for me, but it's like, damn, I felt it, so I feel like, 
especially mm-hmm. a person who was not black. Like, they would read it and be like, you know, like, I read it, I read it, I hear you, but I don't understand. Um, and some people may not even empathize with it. So I think it's one of those things where it's like, we don't, as black artists, we don't just create just to be heard. We create so people can empathize, so people can connect, so people can understand. Like, you know, there's so many different things that go into it, but we can't always guarantee that other people will um, will treat it as such because, you know, people have their own people have their own ways of receiving things and internalizing mm-hmm. it. You know, some it may be a piece of sales safe it's like a, if you're a painter and you have a painting of your naked body. Mm-hmm. Some people may see it and be like, oh my gosh, I love the the, the details and the layering of the paint, like, so people are going to have different ways of that, as to how they're going to treat your painting. You're going to have some person that's going to be like, oh, man, like, nice touch. Like, mm-hmm. You know, people mm-hmm. are going to treat it differently, so it's like, even if you are an expert in your uh, in your artist realm, I don't feel like I said that very well, but if you, even if you are an expert in your artwork, like, But you just like perfectly throwing all of my questions together. It's kind of crazy, but I feel like this was this was planned. But um, so one of my questions was like, being that people only are able to understand from their level of understanding, which is what you were talking about. As an artist, who I wouldn't. I don't know. I should say who. What, I guess, is the purpose of creating, in your opinion? I know you touched on it a little bit, like, to get people to empathize with us, to get people to understand, but do you feel like it's more of a social uh, responsibility or more of a personal responsibility or more of, like, a, like a, a blend of the two?
I would definitely say it's a blend of, of the two. Okay. Yeah, the reason I ask that is because, I don't know, I'm just, I probably should just be more confident in my, in my craft in general or in myself. But for a long time, I had, like, I was, like, writing or whatever, and I was, like, inspired and stuff like that. But then it got to a point where I felt like I had to either be personal or either be, like, social. And so I wrote, like, this poem that I actually, like, really hate to this day because I went to a poetry slam at um, at our university. And I noticed that a lot of the writers that were there, and this is not a diss or anything, it was just they were speaking from what they were passionate about. But I noticed that a lot of the black writers that um, spoke, spoke a lot about the black experience. And so when I was looking at my poetry, I realized that I didn't have any poems about how I felt to be black, you know what I mean? And so I was like, I started feeling guilty. And so I wrote this like, honestly, trash, this really bad poem, but only because I felt obligated in a way to write it. Um, but it was basically about how I feel as a black woman and like all this stuff. But like I said, it's not a diss on any, anyone because some of the poems that were presented were like really amazing. But they were very like, like, you know what I mean? Like, I just felt like I needed to have a social voice rather than a personal voice. So I think that's really, I, I really like what you said. It's a blend of the two because. I think we create as artists, like you said, to express ourselves, but like sometimes it touches someone, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. And I definitely, I, 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 that's why I started snapping because I've definitely had a, a feeling of that, a feeling similar to that, or just like that, you know, when you would hear a lot of black leadership, uh, black artists, poets share their poetry. You know, everything was about racism and, you know, being black in America and mass incarceration and the health care and the food and the poverty and all that. And you're like, why are you just about to snap down mm-hmm. and my shit? Like, you're like, and then you're like, well, damn, maybe I need to write something like that. Just so mm-hmm. I can, you know, get in on this. And you're like, yeah, I got a piece like that too, guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See? Um, I definitely feel you on that. I definitely, definitely feel you on that. Um, but then it kind of, there's moments like that too that make me feel like, okay, perspective I can write from like because I am a black artist like why do I feel like we only have to limit ourselves to talking about racism and poverty and mass incarceration and things like that like we can talk about so many other things in addition to that you know and I feel like um it's almost like like a stereotypical kind of thing you know where it's like people expect us to talk about those things so it's like when we talk about anything else, I feel like it kind of goes over people's heads because they kind of have this thought process as to how we're supposed to create. So it's like mm-hmm. if we create in any ways outside of racism and mass incarceration, mass incarceration and things like that, then they just kind of, they don't connect with it. Because maybe they feel like we didn't, we don't go through those things. You know, we don't experience homophobia. We don't experience sexual abuse. We don't experience mental illness. Things mm-hmm. like that, you know. So it's it's definitely it's definitely a struggle. But yes, I felt that I felt that. That's why I started snapping. Like, yeah, 
I feel like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Have to. Oh, you're you're doing open mics like every week. I try to go. Well, I don't always share every week um, because there's some pieces. I have a lot of pieces that aren't finished, and even then, like I'm still working on my confidence with the mm -hmm. piece sharing. Um, which, if I wanted to, I could share the same pieces over and over again. Like, right. Which I should memorize some and get set up and keep them off my phone. But um, I just try to go just to get inspired. I just have one more question. Okay. So I know we've talked about almost, not generally, but I guess I would want to tune in to why you specifically write. That was the only thing I, I had to at least. Like, I had a cousin I was very, very close with at the time, but, you know, there were times when we couldn't be around each other, so I was just writing. Mm -hmm. um, and then it came to a point to where, like, I just wrote all the time. Like, when I was in high school, I carried this notebook with me everywhere. Like, it was always in my bag. If I finished my homework, we finished the lessons, pull out my notebook, just start writing. I wrote because I had to. It was always. 
Well, thank you so much for being a part of my very first episode of the Black Artist Series. I appreciate you. Thank you for being a part of it again. I appreciate it. And thank you for all of you who tuned in. I appreciate you guys. And um, do you have anything to say to close it up? Thank you so much. All right, guys. Until next time, I love you. You guys stay black. If you're not black, stay out here thinking and things like that. Make sure that you share this. Make sure that you are continuing the conversation with your friends and your family and with yourself. Um, and, yeah, until next time, guys. Toodaloo. Oh, that was awesome.